What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. All right, first things first, I have no updates. That's what's first. That is what's up. That's what's first, y'all. I ain't got nothing to share. No new news. Same old, check my website for show dates. Same old, I will be performing in different areas. Same old, thank you for liking and subscribing. Same old updates, but brand new episode, brand new topics, some fun ones that I think you guys gonna like. So with all that said, Y'all, let's get into it. So I think the question of the week and the weekend has been, is R&B dead? Is R&B music dead to the bed? Is R&B rhythm and blues? Is it R.I.P.? This question was sparked and started by Puff Daddy, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Sean P. Diddy Combs. He was on social media. I'm not sure where it started or who he was talking to. Y'all know Puff be trolling. I love me some Puff Daddy. But, hey, Puff been, Puff been trolling since he shut down the studio on making the band. Okay? So, let's preface it, preface it with that. And I have my theories about this whole conversation. But, let's talk about the meat of it and then we'll get to that. He sparked the conversation over social media and asked, is R&B dead? He then started to have lives with different artists, uh, Summer Walker, Tory Lanez, uh, JD, a bunch of people uh, having this conversation about what R&B music is. I think even Mary J. Blige got looped into it. I'm not 100% sure. At one point, I just couldn't follow along with everybody, okay? I was busy. But I honestly, you know, when you think about R&B music and what it is today, what it was, what it started off as, that's a trick question. That is a trick question and it depends exactly on what you're talking about. Is Puff talking about the R&B that we knew uh, up until like the early 2000s? Is that dead? If we're talking about R&B as we knew it up until the early 2000s, that version, yeah, probably did. Now, are there, is there current R&B that's thriving and jamming? Of course. But when Puff is talking, what is Puff talking about? Now, R&B from the 50s to the early 2000s was, um, it was powered and significantly around like vulnerability, love, romance, true love songs, crooning, men expressing their love and and even if it was like a side chick song, you were still hella romantic up until I would say when hip hop started to be infused with R&B, that's when stuff started to shift. But from that 1950s up until the early 2000s, I would say R&B as we knew it and what R&B was shaped around was still intact. Now, current R&B as a whole it do kind of skew, skew towards rap music. You know, you got the Summer Walkers and the Ari Lennoxes and the Jasmine Sullivans and those who are R&B singers. When I think about R&B of all time, like what it was, 
they're singing those artists and people like them yeah they you know that they they um fall into that but we also got the chris browns and the tight dollar signs yes they are r&b but they be rapping it's, it's what i like to call rap and b not necessarily r&b so when puff is starting this conversation is he talking about that or is he talking about something else now the, also another question what part do our elders in the music business have to play in this because trends are trends and the music business is a business and the people pushing music aren't necessarily the artists it's the people behind the scenes gravitating towards trends and having sometimes ulterior motives about the direction stuff is going in so when puff is asking these questions somebody gotta call out puff what part do you play in all of this because if we did hey r&b was thriving but then loon was rapping on all them r&b songs then it hey then it shifted we had loon loon was on all the r&b stuff we have biggie on the on the uh on can't you see biggie was on 112's only you before only you with biggie it was just a regular r&b song when biggie got dropped on that it became rapping b so hey so hey we all got a part to play in this now do i think r&b music can thrive i hope so because we, we also have to highlight is what's happening and this happens in most popular genres because we've seen it right in front of our eyes we can be jamming and singing all these r&b songs it's not getting the record play it's not making it to the top of the charts but then when a white person sings it then oh it's the best thing ever they getting all the accolades and the respect insert ed sheeran adele sam smith justin timberlake so when you ask them is r&b thriving they'll tell you yeah hell they'll sing r&b and then people will categorize categorize it as pop because they're singing it even though it's traditional r&b so the point we all got a part to play if we the individual or if you the black news listener think r&b is dead we have to start supporting the r&b that we like we got to start buying songs and buying music and buying albums and buying concert tickets we have to support because that's the only way things are going to thrive and people got to eat people got to people got to make a living doing what they with using the gifts that they they've been given the 90s and 2000s concerts with all the sing r&b singers go joe be on the road joe stay on the road okay joe thomas he gonna be on the road anthony hamilton all of them so we got to support but do i think it's dead ah that's a trick question when i listen to r&b what do i go back to you know i'm gonna go back to my old jams okay however there are new artists that i really love y'all know i love me some lucky day lucky day though he while he's r&b he be he be spoken word poetry in it up he be sounding a little rapish okay i I don't be knowing what he be saying i can't understand his lyrics because he be he be blending all his words together but the boy be jamming so he, he he be doing his thing i love it love all of his albums but 
the point is the conversation lies with us. If R&B is in fact dead, then we got to revive it. And if we don't revive it, we can't complain when it becomes somebody else's genre. Like jazz is become has become like rap is becoming. It's going to be on us. So where do you guys stand with it? Do you think R&B is dead? Do you think that's a trick question? And honestly, I think Puff is trolling because he got his new, he's working on a new album and that song that he has with Bryson Tiller, which is jamming by the way, talk, that's my summer song. I think all of this is just to spark the conversation for us to focus on his album when he got it, when it comes out. So we can be like, oh shoot, R&B ain't dead because Puff Daddy brought it back. I think it's all a tool. But let me know what y'all think. Hit me up on social media uh, with your thoughts. Now, speaking of R&B, hip hop, bad boy, puff, apparently there is a versus, and I'm doing air quotes around versus, that's going to happen in Atlanta between bad boy and so-so deaf. Y'all, apparently this is now in the works and it's going to be a thing. I saw this and heard about it on the week over the weekend, right after the conversation that we just talked about um, surrounding R&B being dead. So it sounds like a couple of things. One, come to find out Swiss and Timberland ain't get the money that they thought they were supposed to get with their deal with Triller regarding verses. So now they suing, they suing Triller for what it sounds like over $25 million. With that in mind, a few artists came out and said, we're going to boycott Versus and Triller, not even necessarily Versus, but Triller because they have not paid Timbaland and Swiss Beats that obscene amount of money. One in particular that I saw, I think it was Styles P was like, yo, we gonna boycott. Hey, I'm all for it. You know, I love me some Versus, but not if the people ain't getting paid. The reason why it sounds like Timbaland and Swiss Beats partner with Trilla is because they had the best deal and if y'all remember when they officially signed on they formulated a deal where the people who participated in verses during the pandemic when it was on Instagram live and it was all sketchy and people wi-fi was acting up all of those people got a cut or a piece of stock so they own some of the product similar to how Jay-Z did title when he originally set it up they owned a bunch of different artists owned a piece of it so if they ain't getting their money, they got to go. But it sounds like JD and Puff are deciding to do a form of that in Atlanta on their own outside of Versus, probably in solidarity with uh, Temple and Swiss Beats as well. And it's going down. Y'all, I'm going. I don't know when this is. As long as it ain't during homecoming weekend. Now, as long as it ain't during my birthday and home, or homecoming weekend. I'm going to try to make it. Y'all, what? I'm not going to do no predictions about who I think will win or who got the be- who got who got the better thing because as we've seen, we thought so and so was going to do well and they sucked. So I'm not even going to call this. This is more so on some who going to show up? Who going to be there? Who all going to be there? I got my money on whoever brings Jay-Z out. That's it. Cuz I don't know if y'all know this. Jay-Z fooled with JD and Puff heavy, but he fooled with JD. When JD had the so-so death, I think it was the 25th year anniversary concert in Atlanta. Jay-Z came down, okay? And they did money in the thing. I'm going to the show. What time does it start? Y'all going? If y'all going, hey, we're going to have to have a meetup. We're going to have to have a Black News meetup. I'm going. What y'all think about this? 
And do y'all stand in solidarity with us boycotting versus or Trilla, better yet, until they get their money problems in order. Which you know what I ain't really salty about. Because low-key they was trying to charge us to watch versus at one point. Remember they was trying to charge us for the, for the music Soul Child, Anthony Hamilton versus? Like come on, I, listen, we love them brothers, but we not about to pay no $5 to watch this. No. So let me know y'all thoughts on the upcoming So So Deaf and Bad Boy versus slash hit battle um dennis robin said he gonna get britney griner back okay dennis said he'll do it dennis said oh don't worry i'll go to russia i have a relationship with putin i'll go y'all what huh now i knew dennis rodman be just knowing the most random people i think we all knew that and if you didn't know that get to do some research on dennis rodman especially during his like peak party days the brother was out here he was even with carmen electra wasn't they married or something i'm talking about dennis was out here some people be just knowing the most random people and apparently Dennis Rodman, one of them, because he has a direct line to Vladimir Putin to the point where he said, hey, I got approval to travel to, to Russia. You know what? I'm going to get your girl back. BG coming home, baby, baby. He said he was going to do it. Then two days later, he said he wasn't going. Y'all, two days. It, this lasted for two days. Two days later, he said, well, you know what, guys? I'm not going to go. Apparently... The State Department chimed in, hit Dennis Rodman up and told him that he can't go, especially on behalf of or as a pseudo representative of the United States government. They shut it down. They caught wind of it. They told him, nah, nah, you can't go and cautioned him around the idea that this could interfere with the case and it could actually backfire and screw Brittany Griner up even more. Or get him caught up. Listen, listen, we are at war. And y'all know my theory. My theory is Brittany Griner was not, this was not her first time traveling with some vape cartridges. You only travel to Russia with vape cartridges if you get to be traveling to Russia with vape cartridges. Especially if you are the biggest athlete coming in and out of that country. Making that country millions of dollars for years you trying to tell me Brittany Griner just started using vape cartridges and now she just started traveling with them I'm not buying it apparently they wasn't either because they got her locked up now you trying to tell me Dennis Rahman go over there thinking he about to do something they'll put his ass in jail too honey now we got two people two athletes and a bunch of other pile of Americans just locked up in Russia trying to figure out what's next I agree old Dennis need to say stay home okay but I will say this if Dennis Rodman would have went over there and got Brittany Griner back, hey, we wouldn't have been able to tell him shit. Like, he would have been the miggity man. I'm talking about the go. We, yo, if Dennis Rodman, of all people, <laughs> y'all, not, y'all, if not the Secretary of State, not Joe Biden going over, old, old butt going over there. Not Kamala Harris. Not they could have even dug up freaking Al Gore and John Kerry. You know he used to be Secretary of State. I'm talking about they could have called in the old faithfuls. None of that. They hey, 
get you, get give my dog Eric Holder on the phone. Anybody, if none of them could have pulled it off, but Dennis Rodman, if Dennis Rodman of all people would have went over there and got it done, y'all just go ahead and hang it up. You know, just go ahead and hang it up for the states. Y'all, I just can't. But hey, I would have been rooting for the brother if he would have got, hey, if he would have did it, hey, I would, again, he would have been the GOAT. So it is what it is. But did y'all even hear about this? Because it was only two days where he said he was going and he backtracked. Um, so you probably missed it. If so, let me know what y'all think about it. I think it's hilarious slash sad. And I'm still mad that she even over there in the first place. But that's, you know, we already been there. So let me know what you're thinking about the whole situation. Hit me up. And lastly, Will Smith said he won't back on social media. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna let him back into your hearts? Are y'all going, going to let Will Smith back into your hearts and minds? Are you willing to let Mr. Will Smith, Mr. Box Office, because remember at one point Will Smith was had that he was he was the box office king. Y'all, y'all, y'all ready to let him back in? You ready to let that brother back? We still got people who really split on Will Smith and the Smith family. And I say the Smith family because people looped the family into this scenario when the slap ain't had nothing to do with that family for real, for real. But we already went down this road. Y'all know some people be blaming Jada Pinkett Smith for just breathing. She shouldn't have been at the Oscars in the first place. If she wasn't there, then he wouldn't have had anything to even get mad at. Will posted an Instagram video the other day. And it was a very funny video. And the caption was something like me trying to get back on social media or something like basically to the effect of can I come back y'all hey guys can I come back it was like a little baby gorilla poking the the other gorilla and the big gorilla was like kind of showing him off like get out of here that's Will trying to do that he trying to poke us to see if he can come back in I don't hey y'all willing to let him back in are you on the side of hating Will Smith are you on the side of what he did was wrong I can't stand him his reputation is ruined he should have known better. He's a grown man. I don't care. Uh, team Chris Rock. Uh, down goes Frazier. And by Frazier, I mean Will Smith. Or are you on the side of he made a mistake? We're all human. He said he was dealing with his own trauma. It Yes, it may have been a bad time and it was wrong. But shit happens. Let the man come back and make his money. Where y'all stand on this? Because we're going to have to decide. Because Will got movies in the can that's coming. And who black people, we going to watch the movies or not? I think, and also I think this is a very interesting situation because sometimes when black artists are under hot water, black people kind of rally around them as a whole. So it'd be like black people like, yeah, he ours. And then you got people of other demographics being like, yeah, we hate him. Yeah. This case, yo, we got some black people who can't stand them. And there's some white people who really love them. So, hmm. I do know Will just got a big chunk of change for the movie that he filmed with uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua on Apple TV called, I believe, Emancipation. It's about the man behind the picture of that infamous slave who posed with his back exposed and he had all of the whips and lashes and and the scarring on his back. If I'm not mistaken, Will is playing that man. 
So we're going to have to decide what we going to do with Will Smith because y'all already going to be mad that it's another quote slave movie because y'all know people don't like seeing movies based on history. And I say that loosely, which is a whole nother conversation because I personally don't mind slave movies. And at one point when people kept saying, all they do is release slave movies. I actually looked up all of the black movies released within a certain like span of years. And within each year, it was only like maybe one slave movie released out of probably a hundred black movies across all platforms. Some years had no slave movies. So this idea that people keep releasing slave movies, it's, it's a bad take, but whatever. That's not what we talking about. Are y'all going to let Will back in? He also posted a big uh, video of a, a tarantula being in his house. So we'll back whether we like it or not. I know I don't mind Will being on social media because even when he was on social media, it was a good time. And I done seen enough slaps at the cookout to know somebody slapping somebody. We'll move on. Now, if somebody slapped me, you're going to jail. But that ain't how this brother wanted to handle it. So I don't mind him being on social media. It's a good time. What y'all think? Hit me up. Shout me out. At Canelia. To recap this week's episode, we talked about R&B music and if it is in fact dead, as said by Puff, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. Sean P. Diddy Combs. We also talked about the fact that Versus is now on pause because Triller being sued by Swiss and Timbaland. However, there will be a pseudo versus battle, so so death versus bad boy in the upcoming months taking place in Atlanta. Next, Dennis Rama said, Your boy going to get Brittany Griner. But then two days later, he was, they put the kibosh on it. So that brother ain't going nowhere, but it was a good try. And lastly, are y'all willing to let Will Smith back into your Instagram feeds? Y'all going to support Will? Y'all, y'all going to be down for the for the IG reels and content? Let me know about that and all of the topics we discussed. Hit me up on social media. And with that, I'll check back with you all next week. Same time. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And Thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it and keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Canelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Keep supporting, keep growing, keep building, keep staying safe and keep staying healthy. As always, again, I'll see you back here next time, same time, same place. Bye.